Welcome to Manifest the Big Stuff, your weekly intentional manifesting tune-up, where I discuss cutting-edge tips and techniques, all formed to make full use of amazingly effective new paradigms from quantum physics. New paradigms powerful enough to allow you to manifest your most important desires. Today's episode is all about the anxiety of brand new experiences and how to manifest a desirable version of reality amid that anxiety. I'm going to tell you all about my family's recent trip of a lifetime. We spent two weeks in Scotland and I'm going to reveal exactly why I dreaded this trip so much and even how a lot of my fears about it actually came true. But you won't want to miss it when I walk you through exactly how I manifested an unexpectedly wonderful trip and manifested a new version of myself in the process. I'm Greg Kuhn, the Law of Attraction Science Guy, author of the life-changing Why Quantum Physicist book series, and your host. I never imagined that this trip would get me to the other side of travel anxiety, and I can't wait to share these lessons with you. Let's get started. I just returned from the trip of a lifetime, two weeks in Scotland with my family. And a trip I was low-key dreading for a long time leading up to it. Dreading a trip of a lifetime with my entire family present? Let's address that shortly. But first, the trip itself. Make sure that you check out my YouTube version of this podcast. And you'll see lots of gorgeous photos and video from almost all these locations. My YouTube channel is Why Quantum Physicists, by the way. First, we landed in the city of Edinburgh, where we spent a day and a half. Unfortunately, we lost a day due to a missed flight connection the day before. Then, we took a train to the city of Glasgow, and we spent two full days there. Before leaving Glasgow, we rented two cars, both stick shifts, or manual transmission, And from there on out, we drove ourselves everywhere. On our way to Oban, our next city, we stopped at a gorgeous scenic overlook called Rest and Be Thankful. Then we visited Lachlan Castle on the coast of Loch Fyne, which might be part of my family's history. We got to the town of Oban, where we stayed two days. While we were there, we took a ferry to the Isle of Mull. We visited Duart Castle there. We also drove to Glencoe, where we spent an amazing day hiking Bidian Nam Bien, a 3,700-foot-tall mountain in Glencoe. The whole family climbed to at least 2,600 feet, but our son Logan almost reached the summit. From there, we drove to the town of Onik, where we stayed two days. We took a boat ride around the Isle of Scarba. We saw sea eagles wild goats and seals, and we even got to ride through the Cory Vrecken. On our way to the Isle of Skye, 
which was our next stop. We stopped at the town of Fort William for breakfast. Then we drove to Glenfinnan, and we saw the Glenfinnan Viaduct that's in the Harry Potter movies. And we also saw Loch Shiel, which was the lake at Hogwarts. On the Isle of Skye, we stayed in the tiny town of Waternish for three days, in a house overlooking Loch Dunvegan. On Skye, we visited the port town of Portree. We hiked up to Old Man's Store. We saw Kilt Rock and Milt Falls. We visited the Quarang. We spent time in the Fairy Glen. We went to Dunvegan Castle and Gardens, and somebody should tell Al Pacino that he is descended from the Dunvegan clan because his almost exact likeness hangs in their castle today. You can actually see a photo of the painting in my YouTube version of this podcast. And we hiked up the fairy pools. After we left the Isle of Skye, we drove to the city of Inverness, where we stayed for one day, when we saw Loch Ness along the way to Inverness. And yes, just like everyone else, we did not see the Loch Ness Monster. And then finally, we drove back to Edinburgh, where we started our return to the States. Fantastic, huh? Now, back to me dreading this trip. As great as all that was, leading up to it, I was super uneasy, to the point of anxiety. I have never been a huge fan of travel, and this trip most definitely checked all my travel anxiety boxes. Among other things, it required a nine-hour international flight, jet lag from a five-hour time difference, having to catch two flight connections each way. Also, driving a car with a left-handed gear shift and a steering wheel on the right side, and driving it on the left side of the road in a different country, living out of a carry-on suitcase for two weeks, constantly moving from location to location, being away from our home and our pets for two weeks, traveling internationally with a party of six, my wife, Sean, our four boys, and me. And mostly, the thing that worried me the most, not getting to be Greg Kuhn, the version of Greg Kuhn that I am here in my day-to-day here in Louisville, Kentucky for two whole weeks. Among other things, not being able to run like I'm accustomed to, which is where I process my feelings and channel information from the quantum field. Not having much alone time at all. And not having access to all my familiar routines, habits, tools, and accessories. And the thing about that last biggest worry I'm really good at being the Louisville, Kentucky version of Greg Kuhn. I'm super productive, very successful. The Louisville based version of Greg Kuhn rocks my fitness, my health, my love life, my family, wealth, you name it. I follow strong form in all those areas of my life. I give my best effort to adhere to the success habits and best practices of people successfully manifesting the versions of those realities that I desire. I didn't need 
to change things up. I wasn't in a rut. I wasn't needing a shakeup. And on this trip, I couldn't be the Louisville version of Greg Kuhn. The Greg Kuhn whose days were full of polished success habits and best practices. I would be away from all that. I had to be the Scotland version of Greg Kuhn, whether I really wanted to or not. And truth be told, a lot of my fears about the trip came true. Being the Scotland version of Greg Kuhn wasn't a bed of roses. The nine-hour flights between the U.S. and the U.K. were largely awful experiences. The jet lag was massive and not easy to shake. We missed a connecting flight from Heathrow Airport to Edinburgh. On our way there, we had to stay a night in London City and then fly out of there early the next morning after flying all night long to get there. The driving, it required my entire focus every moment and was really always challenging. For example, twice we had to cross over a one-lane bridge that was arched so high you couldn't see if another car was coming until you crested it. For two weeks, it was difficult to eat well, and diet is important to all six of us. For two weeks, none of us had much alone time. And for two weeks, we moved every two or three days. Unlike the Louisville version of Greg Kuhn, the Scotland version needed to be a leader of our team of six, sometimes, and a member of our team of six at all times. A team that was constantly hustling amid new and challenging circumstances and surroundings. Every day, almost every moment. In fact, All six of us needed to be that Scotland version of ourselves, whether we really wanted to or not. Though challenging, I was very successful with being the Scotland version of Greg Kuhn, as was each member of our six-person team. My hypothesis for being the best possible Scotland version of Greg Kuhn included the following things. I journaled each day to align myself vibrationally with my desired version of reality. I took time to record media for TikTok and YouTube without taking away from time with the family. I listened a lot, and I made sure I kept my mouth shut when I noticed anger or anxiety. I rolled with the punches. I stayed focused on the present. And this one is a big one. I kept in mind that these moments were ones that I would undoubtedly wish I could experience again someday when I'm older. So instead of focusing on all the things that were wrong or could go wrong, I focused on being part of these moments right now while I'm here having them. The quantum field spoke to me pointedly about the trip and my participation with it on two very notable occasions. First, on the plane ride to Edinburgh, I finished the book Intentional Disruption by Ben Breyer. I'm fortunate to call Ben Breyer a friend, 
and I highly recommend Intentional Disruption to you. In his book, Ben advocates for using intentional disruption as a success tool in both your professional and personal life. And you just can't quibble with how successfully he has employed this strategy. As the CEO of Kindred Healthcare, Ben built Kindred into a company which employed over 110,000 people, did business in 48 states, and had more than 2,500 sites of service. During his time as CEO, for example, Kindred grew into the largest user of Apple products in the world. I highly recommend Intentional Disruption to you. You can easily find it on Amazon, and Intentional Manifestors will get a lot of useful perspectives and ideas out of it. Ben wrote a lot about the value of Intentional Disruption in his role as a father and a husband, and he specifically mentioned that the disruption of international travel is a world-class team-building exercise for a family. I read that very passage in the air from London to Edinburgh. Wow, the quantum field guided Ben to write that for me so I could read it on the way to Scotland. And it actually got me excited about what was about to happen. Thank you, Ben, for listening to the quantum field. I needed to hear that. Then, on the flight home, a TikTok by Tony Robbins popped up in my feed. If you are on TikTok, by the way, I am Greg Kuhn, L-O-A. Come watch some of my videos. I love learning from Tony Robbins, and I'm always interested in what he has to share. So I definitely watch the video. And in this video, Tony said that greatness, new ideas, and creativity will not come looking for you. They don't hunt you down. You have to go out and find them. Find them by getting out there, putting yourself in new situations, taking risks, and challenging yourself to do new and difficult things. To become great, he said, to grow beyond who and what you currently are, you have to meet new people and go to new places. Whoa, the quantum field guided Tony to record that for me so I could hear it on my way home from Scotland. And it lit a fire in me to process my experiences of successfully being the Scotland version of Greg Kuhn, to find, learn from, and embrace the lessons and value of them. Thank you, Tony, for listening to the quantum field. I needed to hear that. And here is what I've learned. By leaning into being the best possible Scotland version of Greg Kuhn, I manifested a phenomenally enjoyable and rewarding two-week trip through Scotland. Truly a trip of a lifetime. I manifested a new and wonderfully empowering version of my family, brimming with maturity, compassion, empathy, leadership, teamwork, and capability. And I manifested a new and more skillful version of 
Greg Kuhn, a version that is now permanently part of who I am. My focus on enjoying each moment, my participation as a leader and team member in our family team, and our teamwork manifested the new Scotland version of Greg Kuhn a version of Greg Kuhn that did not exist prior to our trip, a version more adept at teamwork, leadership, self-care, resilience, planning, and other valuable skills. And also, I've learned that every moment is an opportunity for me to give my best effort to follow form. A moment that involves something you're doing for the thousandth time, it's the same thing in principle as a moment involving something you're doing for the very first time. Each of those moments is an opportunity for you to give your best effort to follow form and intentionally manifest your version of reality as you truly desire. Yes, it's easy to overlook a moment that is now old hat to you, and live that moment on autopilot. Focusing on previous moments or moments yet to come, which seem to carry more importance than this one you've done a thousand times. But overlook an ordinary moment at your peril, because every time you do that, you sacrifice the opportunity the opportunity to give your best effort to intentionally manifest the reality you truly desire. And yes, it's easy to be anxious about a moment where you're doing something you've never done before, to rush through it to get it over with, or even avoid having such a moment in the first place. But dodge brand new moments where you're doing new things at your peril. Because every time you do, you sacrifice the opportunity. The opportunity to give your best effort to intentionally manifest the reality you truly desire. To use a running metaphor, which I always do, staying in form while I run requires my complete focus in the moment and on what I'm doing. I use the same form whether I'm on a hill or I'm running flat ground. So, in principle, running a hill and running on flat ground is the same thing. They are each an opportunity for me to give my best effort to be in form. A hill is simply a more challenging opportunity to stay in form. But that also means a hill offers more rewarding lessons for me as a result of giving my best efforts to stay in form while running it. An ordinary moment is flat ground. A brand new moment is a hill. Being the Louisville version of Greg Kuhn is like running on flat ground. And international travel, being the Scotland version of Greg Kuhn, is like running a hill. Thanks to my efforts and those of my family, I can now say, while you may not have plans to travel internationally, 
make sure you are exposing yourself to brand new moments. And now, my quantum tip. A brief, powerful takeaway that you can employ in your life right now. Your best opportunity to manifest a version of reality aligned with your desires is always presented by satisfying yourself. Satisfying your critics is definitely important, even if only to pierce the inaccuracy of their criticism when necessary. And satisfying your mentor, coach, or other trusted board members who've invested themselves in your success is even more important. Having been there and done that, they know what it takes to manifest the version of reality you desire. But satisfying yourself is most vital. Satisfy yourself that you are following good form and that you are giving your best effort to do so. Satisfying yourself because it's based solely on whether or not you're giving your best effort to follow good form is always something that you're in control of. You can always give greater effort to follow form anytime you find it's needed. Focusing on satisfying yourself in this way is so powerful, in fact, that it actually will never fail to manifest the version of reality that you desire when you team it with your patience and persistence. I really appreciate you sharing some of your time with me today. You'll never possess anything more valuable than the time you're given, and I'll never receive a greater gift from you. Together, here, right now, we've made both of our time even more valuable. Please make sure we stay in contact. Come to my website, whyquantumphysicists.com and download a free copy of my life-affirming book called How Reversing Seven Words Can Change Your Life. You'll have some of my seminal lessons from Quantum Paradigms, and I'll have your email address to stay in touch. And one more thing, please. If you found value here, Recommend Manifest the Big Stuff to someone who will also find value from it. Let's increase this community. Thank you again for your time. I'm looking forward to spending more of our time together real soon.